0: All right, to all our members of this uh, Baruch Hashem time that we get to spend together every day in the discussion of some interesting and practical uh, halachot today is no different uh, question over here on the table today was a question that was asked by one of our members. Those are the best questions we like to discuss. These are practical questions uh, that came up. So the She'ilah is as follows. I'm going to take a sip of my coffee, even though I didn't deserve it yet, but I'll take a sip. The She'ilah is that they have a minyan. They have a minyan of 10 people. And uh, one of the members of the minyan is sleeping dozing off, he's sleeping, whatever, he fell asleep, <laughs> so, I mean, he's in the room, he's there, I mean, he's there as much as you can say he's there, but he's really not there, Guy the guy's sleeping, so the question was, number one, does he count in the state of sleeping, or should you have to wake him up, uh, and then you can't start, let's say, the hazara, or whatever, whatever you need the minyan for, kaddish, and so on and so forth, that's a it's an interesting she'elah. It's not a COVID she'elah. I already mentioned to you, Rabbi Otay, that we're not only dealing with she'elah that have to do with uh, COVID. The Torah was written before COVID. So therefore, we don't have to, you know, make every she'elah that we're going to ask, how is it connect to uh, the pandemic? But nonetheless, that's the question. Uh, and then, uh, the question was asked, not as a real question, but as a theoretical question, which I think is an interesting question. They wanted to know that if somebody is under hypnosis, are they allowed to be counted as a min for a minyan? Uh, you know, people go uh, I don't know if you ever went to a show where people get put under a spell. You know, they take the watch, you're getting sleepy. like some of our members in the Shi looks like they're under hypnosis sometimes. But nonetheless, uh, they want to know that if somebody's under a hypnotic spell. So he's really not sleeping. I mean, he's not sleeping. His eyes are wide open. He's awake. He has function. So can you count him uh, as a minyan uh, as well? Of course, that wasn't a real question that happened, but that's a hypothetical question. And uh, it's good to know exactly how we would you know, answer that question as well. So the beginning of the discussion is actually in a Bet Yosef. The Bet Yosef is in Or Ha'im, Siman, Nunhe. He quotes a Maharam Rotenborg. The Maharam Rotenborg is talking about uh, somebody that's um, still in the Amidah. and there's only 10 people, and they want to start the Hazara. But this guy didn't finish the Amidah yet, so is he considered part of the Minyan, even though he really can't answer because he's in his he's in his lachash? So Mara Menottenberg says, "She'im echad meha asara mitpalel." If one of the ten are still praying, "Rasha'im mar ah, so not Hazara, but you can say kaddish, kaddu barichu. "Apa even though he's not answering, why? Because he's a gadol, and uh, you know he, he counts. You have ten in the room. Oh, so from that Maram Merotenberg came a rabbi called Maharib Berav. Nabi Akon Berav was actually the rabbi of the Shuhana Aruch. Maran Rabbi Yosef Karo's rabbi, rabbi was Nabi Akon Berav. So Maharib Berav says that if you're allowed to count the guy who's praying the Amidah who's in the middle of praying, you can count them as part of the 10. You can count somebody sleeping. Why? Finish. There's 10 people in the room. What's the difference between somebody that cannot participate in the Minyan because he's in the middle of the amida, So he really can't answer Kaddish? He can't answer who to somebody that's sleeping, they both have something in common. They're both present, and they cannot participate. And the point of the Mahari Berav is, so long as you have 10 present, therefore there's not going to be a difference, and therefore it's going to be okay. The yourself Yosef uh, concludes, and he writes, Shekidaihu ha-mahari berav alav. Okay. My Rebbe is kedai to be so on him, therefore you can take that opinion. So much so, that Maran himself in Shulchan Aruch, Boom, we're going right to Shuhana Rukh. We're not wasting any time. The Shuhana Aruch. <coughs> Aruch, in Simanun He Halacha Vav. Malan writes Ve'im If one of the ten people started to pray on his own, la'anot he can't answer because he's praying. or oh, oh, he's sleeping. See, puts that in the same category. Therefore the answer to that question if you're a follower of the Shohan Aruch no problem you don't have to and by the way don't wake him up why should you wake him up? Gezel Shana why should you wake him up? according to Shohan Aruch the guy's uh, uh, the guy's sleeping of course this guy's not going to want to pay membership either he's like I'm sleeping the whole year why do have, have to pay membership? The question is, is this accepted by all the uh, by all the Poski? <clears throat> I'm sorry to tell you, it is not. There's an opinion of the Taz. The Torezahav Zahab in this uh, Siman, in Sivkatan Dalit, he says there's a fundamental difference between somebody that's praying and somebody that's sleeping. And the fundamental difference is is that when the person is praying, although he can't answer, but he can be silent and listen. So therefore, he's still able to participate through listening, at least, to what's going on in the service. Meshach, the guy who's yeshen, the guy who's sleeping, he cannot participate at all, besides in his dreams, but he cannot participate at all. So therefore, the Taz comes along and says, impossible yashen eno miztaref leminyam okay so what is the uh, what are some of the poskim? the poskim agree with the Taz well I'll bring you the Mishnah Brura the Mishnah Brura in se'if katan la Gimal. he comes along and he says I'm sorry it's Lamid Dalit. So the Mishnah Barura brings the Taz Okay, so now we're having a list of Rabbis now. You have the Prihadash, Hadash, that's what we have Rabbis, and Silva, and you have the Taz, and therefore the Mishnah Barura comes out, Alken Nekatechila, bevada'y sarik lahakitzov. For Sure, you got to wake him up. Wake up the guy. He says, or at least that he should be, you know, dozing and shouldn't be in the uh, you know, in the REM zone. The guy shouldn't be in a dead sleep. Okay, at least he should be, you know, so the Mishnah here clearly is siding with the Mahmirim, the Biura Lacha, which is the same author. He writes, So he writes that, and "What if you can't wake him up?" He says, If you can't wake him up, But then the the Rabbi Hafiz says, Yosef." Wow, so we add the chidah to the picture. So Rabotai comes out of here that we have two gedolei haposkim of the sefaradim that don't take this uh, business of sleeping, of yasher. Halohu ha-pri Va vahalohu arav berkei yosef which is arav chidah. And the Mishnah Baruch says add the the that also does not all therefore according to the Mishnah Bruna, he is very, very, very strict. Happens to be uh, the Ish Hai in Parashat Vaihi in Halacha He. In Halakha he, he writes, Umiu imaya ehad had me'asaraya one of the ten was sleeping, Yeshomrim. Someone to say the no Oh, do I didn't even ask that question, by the way. But Maran said sleeping. How many people could be sleeping in the minyan to make a minyan? According to Shochan according to Mahari Berat. I assumed one. Let's say you have two guys sleeping and eight guys answering, or three and seven. Is there a cap on how many people could be sleeping? So the, the, the Benish Chai introduces over here that Yeshomim de be'ehad bil One, only one. Abba Bishnaim law. But where did he get that from, by the way? Where did he get that from? By the way, it's miduyak in Maran, uh, to be honest with you, because Maran's Lashon is vi'imit heel ehad meha asala. Maran's Lashon is ehad meha Asada, which clearly sounds like one of the ten. Oh, comes the Mishnah Barura. Mishnah Barura in Sif Katana Mid-Gimel says, well, it depends. If there's a couple of people praying, then you could have even more than a few people praying. However, if it's sleeping, and it's sleeping in the uh, so the Mishnah Abura says there's no question when it comes to a sleeping person you cannot miztaref more than one okay I don't know uh, what's the reason by the way what is the reason oh so I saw a reason brought down by the Zalman in the Shuhana Aruch Rav, which happens to be the reason that the Ben-Nishai brings down the Birish says that Bi'e Hadbil Vachu Yashen Yukholeim, Aval Bishnaim Law the end Kivot Shamayim letsaref Shnaim Yashenim. Interesting. En kavot shamaim. Can eh uh a, 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 a minyan needs a certain surah. after all you 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 you're being mitzaref uh, to pray to kadosh Baruch so it's, it's a lack of kabod. What kind of, what kind of representation is this? You're bringing a, a, a lazy minyan like this, two people sleeping. Kabod shamaim. Interesting reason. That's the Benish Chai says. Oh. So in the beginning, the Benish Chai says, no problem. One is enough. One is okay. But then he says, omrim she'en ledamot yashen You can't compare. Yashen I gave you one difference, the Taz's difference. Timit Palel, at least he can hear it. he's out to lunch. He can't even answer. The Benish High gives a different reason. This is the beautiful reason the Benish High gives. Oh. The oh, Yashen oh. his Nishama leaves him. I mean, not completely. But it leaves him to a certain degree the end alav, and he doesn't have kedusha ksatum He has some tumah on him when his the leaves when he sleeps. bayom yesh Wow! So the benish piy says unbelievable reason here that when a person is sleeping, the neshama leaves him ksat. Enough to say that he might not have kedusha. Maybe even he has some tumah. You can't be mistaken if somebody doesn't have a full neshama. But somebody has tumah. And the kedushli Yisrael, they have kedusha when there's no neshama. And therefore, he says, "Vehen not to count even one." lo yomru You can't even say kaddish. Lo yomru Wow Abutai The Benishai is very strict He's saying Even Kaddish Which is not a berakhah Why am I telling you this? Because the bi'ud halakha, He comes along And he says Listen I don't like you To take a yeshen either I don't want you To count the yashen But you know what? If it's only for Kaddish Or barikhu, And you can't wake the guy up Because he won't wake up You can rely on the mikhinim But not For berachot of the hazara Because there is a berakhah Lebatalah so the, the Mishnah says, if you're praying Ram, sometimes they pray B'kol Ram, they pray, you know, uh, out loud, and you can't wake the guy up, the Bi'ur al that said, the Taz doesn't like yashir the prihadash doesn't like it, the Chida uh, and B'Kin Yosef doesn't like it, so the Bi'ur comes out, but if you're in a pinch, and you're not making Berachot, and you can't wake the guy up, it's okay. But B'Rish is more Mahmied than the Hafez Chayim. The Benish says you shouldn't count the Yashen even for Kaddish. not do a Berachot anymore. And if he doesn't wake up, Benish, pleasant dreams. There's no minyan. Lo Yomru. They should not say the Kaddish. So you have, ext- you have not extreme. I guess you have extreme opinions here. You have basically two extreme opinions and then one opinion in the middle. I would say Shulchan is the extreme leniency. You can count a sleeping person for everything. For Hazara, for Kadish, for Barechu, albeit one sleeping person. And then you have the opinion of the Banish Hai. You can't count one sleeping person for anything, even Kadish. And then you have the Saim in the middle that says, Well, well you shouldn't count them, but if you have no choice you can count them for things that are not berachot, like Kadish, nagdishach, Barekhu Etc. Are we clear on the shitot over here? Shohan Aruch, the extreme leniency for Mahari Berav Benishchai the extreme stringency, and then you have in the middle the Chaim, which is the Biur Halaka that makes that uh, that makes that But again, nowhere did we see yet that you can be mitzaref more than one. The Mishnah Brura, the the Biur, the the Benishchai, Rabbi Zalma, It's not kavod to be mitzaref. Uh, more than one, okay. So that's that's that. Now the sheila is going to be. We go back to the uh, Mishnah Brura. What about being mitzaref, a sleeping person for zimun? Okay, very very possible to happen. Listen, the guy he didn't he. he when it came to eating, he didn't sleep, Hashem. When it comes to eating, everybody figures out a way to wake up. But when it comes to making me cut the mason, the guy fell asleep already. So now the question is, he's there. And I want to say, Zimun, with Hashem, I have nine and one. Same case, like a and I don't want to say, The guy's sitting there over there, he's, he's sleeping away. The guy's sleeping. So now, the Mishnah Brura says, interestingly enough, uh, in Tsieif Katan lam Medgimal, Iyan be Pri Megadim she Katab Dehu Adin le Enyan Zimun Asarah. Okay, you can count with the Zimun also. Gam Ken Yashem Etsarif le Dato Sholom Aruch, Kemol le Enyan Okay, and that is the Halakha by the way, according to Sholom Aruch. So nine and one and one is sleeping. You're okay with that. Now the Mishnah Berurah says something else akle enyan kri'at migila what would you say the enyan kiriata migila according to many opinions you don't need a minyan to be kram megillah. obviously you need to be kram megillah, you know alone however to say the beracha aharonah harabit ribenu, you need a minyan well, you don't need a barakah. To say the first barakah, you don't need a minyan. You can say, Al even if you're reading the Migilat Esther alone. But for the barakah, you need to have asada. Okay, Chabodi has a question can you count ladies or not? There's a side discussion. When we get to Purim, we'll talk about that. So here, my She'ilah is you have 10 people to Mikram Migilah, one of them is sleeping. Can you say the barakah, Baravidli Benu? Is that considered asada? Well, according to Malan, I can count them for minyan. I can count them for a Zimun. However, the Mishtavura says not for Megillah. Why? Because the Inyan in Megillah is Inyan of Pirsuma Nisa. And Pirsuma Nisa, it's not that you have 10, 10 bodies in a room. For Minyan, you have 10 bodies in a room. It's enough. Shekhinah sharia. For, for, for Megillah, it's not that you have shekhinah. You need to have a Pirsuma And Pirsuma only if the guy's awake. Imagine the guy, he's sleeping through Kiryat Yamsuf. What kind of persumanes was that? The time you missed it just you, you slept through you slept through it. Uh, you can't even you cannot even say the uh, the, the, the the praises of God. You, you didn't you didn't you didn't appreciate you weren't there. So the writes, that, Okay, we got that. I understand that. But then he says something interesting. And to be honest with you, I I really don't understand that. Maybe some of our members have a good sefarah here. The Mishnaburah says, "Ulinyan kriyata Torah iyun." He says, regarding ten, you need ten people to here to read sefer Torah, and you need ten people to make berkat kohanim. So, for some reason, the, the Mishnaburah says, "Well, listen, regarding uh, zimun, for sure you can count the sleeping person according to mara." Regarding mikra megillah, for sure you can't according to Maran, but I'm not too sure about Kiryat torah and b'kat kohenim. Can you count a sleeping person? And what's the difference? L'chavura, you need ten. Sefer torah uh, is not presumaness, it's the brinsh b'kedusha. is also the brinsh I don't, know why, I don't know why this the mishnah has a safik. By Kriyat Torah and the Siut Kapayim, I always understand that all these things fall into the same fall into the same category. But nonetheless, Sariq Ishun, we need a Ishun for that Sariq Ayun. which means you have to figure out a Sivara, why the Mishnah Berurah would make a Hiduk between Kriyat Torah and the Kapayim. I'll leave that for our members to try to think of some halukim. Uh, but nonetheless, we're able to to move, uh, to move forward. Le-ma'aseh, what do we hold by Yashin? Oh, so before we get to I'd like to analyze what is the basis of this Mahloket? Which means, the Taz says you can't count the Yashin. Shohana says, you can. What's the the pivotal point here that they're arguing about? So I think that the basis of this argument is how do you consider a person that's sleeping? Is a person that's sleeping considered a shoteh? We all agree you cannot count a shoteh as part of a vinyam. A shoteh is somebody that doesn't have his da'at it doesn't have da'at. We know that You can't count them as a minyam. Now this, by the way, this Yashen, mind you, he's not a Shote. When he's up, he's not a Shote. The guy can have an IQ of over 250. By the way, it can be Einstein. It can be Einstein. But he's sleeping. But the question is, maybe when Einstein's sleeping, his his brain is off. And maybe when the person's sleeping... He has a dean of a shoteh. And if he has a dean of a shoteh, you can't cut him as a manana when he's sleeping. You know, I saw something. Yes, uh, Jesse. Uh, Want to unmute yourself or I can do that for you. For no extra charge, I will unmute our members so I can hear their questions. Let me just find you, Jesse. Okay. I did it. You did it, oh, okay. How, yeah, how, and how would you, a drunk? Mmm. Unbelievable question, we'll get to the drunkard exactly. This question happens every Purim. You, you come to my house; you should see what type of what, what type of guys pray Arbit by my house on Purim. We have everybody. We have Shikor, Yashin uh, I mean, it's unbelievable. That's that would really be a good case. You got all you have the whole Tevah of Noah that are, that are praying Arbit by uh, on Purim first. That would be a very good question. We will get to Shikor that. <clears throat> so anyway, how do you look at a Yashin so I saw an unbelievable question that Rav Shlomo Zanman brings down. I've made a copy of it so I can read it here because I, I thought it's actually... Uh, I thought it's actually fascinating. So the question is brought down in his sefer called Halichot Shlomo, Rav Shlomo Zanman An in the back of the book, in Siman Bet. His question is... If you see your friend sleeping, okay, and it's the time of Kiryat Shema, do you have to wake him up? You have to wake him up. He's going to miss the mind of Kiryat Shema. Do you have to, hey, get out of bed, you make Kiryat Shema. If you would ask me, wake him up, of course wake him up. The guy's a chayuf to say the Kiryat Shema. You got to wake him up. Rav Shlomo Zaman says a tremendous Hiddush. He writes, V'hine misad sevara If you want to go with, pure logic? Guy's sleeping. When a guy's sleeping, he has no chayyuvim. He's a chayyuvim. He's not going to get punished why he didn't pray when he was sleeping. He's sleeping, he's patur. Now, by the way, he's not going to get reward either. He's not going to get reward either for reading this Shema. Okay, that's, that's a, okay, the guy's a kapparai, he's not going to get reward. But you can't punish the guy, hey, how come you don't read Shema? I'm sleeping. When a person sleeping, says Vashto Mosad, he's a Shoteh. So he says like this, and therefore he's Shoteh, and he quotes a Sheolat Ya'abetz that also says, Shoteh or Yashin is patur so he comes along and says a similar case. You see a guy sleeping and he's wearing a garment that doesn't have sisit on it. It's a four-cornered garment, that does not have sisit. You don't got to wake him up. Why? Yashen is patum in the When he wakes up, right away, got to tell him, hey, take off the garment. But you don't got to wake him up when he's sleeping. He's, uh, he's considered a, a, a shote'er. Furthermore, he says an unbelievable case. <clears throat> he says... Let's say a person on Sukkot. On Sukkot, you have to sleep in the Sukkah. Let's talk about the normal case where there's no danger and there's no squirrels and there's no uh, all the other stuff that the people have and his wife is not giving him a hard time. In the perfect world, you sleep in the Sukkah. So Shomel Zaman says, let's say a guy fell asleep in the house. You don't have to wake him up, he says, to go put him in the Sukkah. Because at that point when he fell asleep, he's patur. When do we say you have to sleep in the Sukkah? If you're up and you're trying to go to sleep, then you have to do that process in the sukkah. Because before you go to sleep, you're awake. But if the guy fell asleep in the house already, he fell asleep. At that point, you don't gotta move him into the sukkah because at the time that he's sleeping, he's going to be patur. Comes out he says a big hadush, by the way. He says, let's say you have the guy sleeping in the sukkah already. He's sleeping in the sukkah. When he's sleeping, you can take his bed out. When he's still sleeping, move his bed out back into the house. The guy says, hey, how did I get into the house? How yeah, you were sleeping, moved you back in. Why? Hey, you were sleeping, you're when you're sleeping. The only reason why you had to sleep in the sukkah initially, because he was up, you know, counting sheep till he fell asleep. So it's for hundred sheep that you're counting, so you got to be in the sukkah until you fall asleep. But once you fall asleep, you're it already. So they can move the house. I am not was but at the end he says, you know, not everything is halakha lemase. That's sivadah. But he says mm-hmm. You should wake him up He's the alpha piece He's not going to get punished <coughs> Why? Give him the zikhot The guys are chasing like a million dollars More than a million dollars I'm going to wake him up Of course you wake him up if it was a million dollars, the guy would be upset. How come you don't wake me up? Nah, no, you're patur. I don't, I want to be patur for making a million dollars. I don't want to be patur. So therefore he said, So he comes along and he says, But sukkah might be different. Sukkah, there's no mitzvah to sleep in the sukkah. It is the isur to sleep outside of the sukkah. So therefore that might be different. And then Kiriyat there's a positive mitzvah to do it. Okay, so, but, but what do I see from this Rosh mozam and in the I see that he considers a sleeping person a shoteh. Good. So if that's the case, I understand the Taz now. The reason why the Taz says you can't count a sleeping person, is because he's a shoteh. I don't care that he's in the room. I don't care that he's Einstein when he's awake. Bottom line, when he's sleeping, he has a dean of a shoteh. And by the way, <laughs> That's exactly the lashon of the Mishnah Brura. If you go back to the Mishnah Brura, he writes, "V'ayin Taz." I mean, Mishnah Brura Namidaled, she le'inyan yashen u'sfida. The end mitzarev beskibo pri hadash, yashen hashiv keshoteh. That's the lashon of the Mishnah Brura hashiv keshoteh. And by the way, Ben Ishchai also. The Benish Chayz Lashon is? No, he doesn't mention the Shoteh. That's the Mishnah Barura. Fine. So now we have two reasons why you cannot miztaref a Yashin. Either because he's a Shoteh or because the reason that Rabbi Zalman said his neshama leaves and there's no Kiddushah and his Tum'ah. I even saw the Aruch Hashan was even a step further. He says, Yashin, He says He's like, he's dead. Don't we wake up in the morning, what do we say? Ham-ma'azin, neshamot, efganim, Why? Because we were sleeping. He's dead. Because you count a dead guy in a part of Minyan. Okay, so all the, the Mifarshim are, are, are trying to, uh, to, to look at that. But obviously, Maran didn't hold like that. Maran obviously said that Yashin is not a Shoteh. And by the way, uh, 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 I think there's a, I'm not going to say simple, because nothing is simple, but I think there's a proof. I think there's a proof to Maran based on a Gemara uh, in Gittin. Uh, if you have the Gemara in front of you, it's Gemara Gittin Amud Amudbet. Let's learn a Gemara together, rabbotai I think the Gemara is a clear proof. That a yashen is not a shoteh. What's the case? Guy comes along and he tells the rabbi, Kitvu get le ishti." Rabbi, I am nominating you my shaliyah. I want you to write a get le ishti. Fine. kurdiyakos, and all of a sudden he got uh, he got possessed by kurdiakos. What is kurdiyakos? It's a certain uh, demon. Uh, Rashi says a demoness. It's a female demon. If you drink a lot of wine from the barrel, uh, this demon comes on you. So the guy all of a sudden got possessed now. Problem is now, can the rabbi continue giving the get when he's in this stage of uh, kurdiakos? So the governor comes along and says, and while he was in kurdiakos stage, he tells the rabbi, don't give the get. So the Gemara says, "En devarat v'acharonim klum." Why? Because he told to give the get when he was sane. He said, "Don't give the get when he had kudiyakos. Don't pay attention when he said when he was kudiyakos." It's devarat acharonim l'av klum. The Gemara says, "Amar bishuma menakish, kovim v'nodnim get altar. The Shneikish says the rabbi can give the get immediately. Which means even when the guy is still in the state of Kodiakos, the get can be given. Rabbi Yohanan You can't give the get until it leaves him, until they get it out of him, this, uh, you know, this uh, kudiyakos. What's Rabbi Yohanan's logic? Rabbi Yohanan says, that what? Rabbi Yohanan medamele the Nebuchadnezzar looks at Misha Azok Kurdiyakos as a Shoteh. And when a person is in his state of a Shoteh, can I give a get? She so got to wait till it, till it leaves. Nishlakisha on the other hand says, give it when he's Why? Because he compares the person who has a Kurdiyakos to somebody that's sleeping. Oh. So the whole machlok in this Gemara is, is Misha Azok Kurdiyakos, is he considered a Shoteh or a Yashen? Yohanan says he's a Shoteh. Neshtak he says he's a Yashen. Somebody sleeping, you can give a get for a sleeping person. But you can't give a get for a Shoteh person. What is in this Gemara? Nobody had a Mahloket of a yash- what a Yashen is. The whole Mahloket was, is Bishah Azok a Shoteh or a Yashen. You see that a Shoteh and a shoteh are two different things. So therefore, clearly for this Gemara, a Yashen is not a Shoteh. Then we have a look, how do you look at it is he shote therefore no get is he yashen get. but a yashen story <laughs> is good so I mean Shohan has a simple proof that a yashen is not a not, not, not a shote and I mean you're right technically the guy's the Shama left him partially but he's not dead I mean I want to ask you a question when a person's sleeping do we tell the Quranin they have to leave the room of course not. You hear somebody snoring, you make an announcement about time, but did leave the room, the guy's snoring, of course not. There's no Tum'ah over there. So who said that you need all the Neshama, you know, inside of you to be part of a Minyan? Maybe a partial Neshama inside of you, uh, it's enough. Obviously, Maran didn't go with those uh, Sevarot. Therefore, Halakha said it should be okay. The question is, there is another halakha in Shuhana Ruk that talks about sleeping. And that's in the laws of Seuda. I want to just read you this halakha over here. It's actually in Shuhana Rukh Siman Kuf Ayin Het. Halakha Zayin. We're talking about people that are in the middle of a Seuda. This happens a lot on Friday night. The middle of the Sa'udah, the person just you know dozes off in the middle of Seuda. So the question is, when he wakes up, <coughs> does he have to make the tilat yadayim again? Does he have to make hamotzi again? Does he have to make new berakhot? He fell asleep in the middle of Sehuda. So Shohana Ruh says, Adam sheyashin betok sehudato. I fell asleep in the middle of Sehuda. Shinat aray, lo haviyefsek. Ah, if it's called a shenat arai uh, temporary sleeping, that's not considered ifsik. So Mishnah Rura says, what is shenat alai? I don't care how long he's sleeping. The way he's sleeping is aray, I meaning at the table, you know, just dozing over the table, that's considered shenat alai. So he says, You don't have to make a new hamotzi. You can continue eating. Okay, that's the whole question. Because, you know, maybe you have to wash again? It's a different question. Oh, but if he goes to sleep on the couch, Sometimes you see the people in the middle of dinner, they can't keep their eyes open, they get up, they go to the couch, and they lie down on the couch. Oh, that's a very shinat keba. Shinat keba, if sick And therefore, the mishnah Ura makes a look between not how long you're sleeping, but how are you sleeping. If you're sleeping, shinat arai which means, you know, just dozing off, or even for a longer time, but you sleep in your chair, or you're sleeping in a, in, in a bed, which means we about. So I wonder, are we going to make the chiluk, like I bet, the guy who's sleeping in the minyam, which means, does it matter how he's sleeping? Are we going to say that that which Madan was lenient by Yashen, maybe only Arai, but if the guy's sleeping in his bed, imagine the guy brings a cot into the, uh, into, into the synagogue. Oh, oh, this could happen, by the way. And now, hey, everybody loves the COVID questions. Now you're praying in the house. You're praying in the house, and you're in a room with 10 people in the house and the guy's lying on the couch, sleeping. Can you be Mr. Efer? So, oh, that's Shinat Keva. Hey, listen, that's Shinat Keva. And when it came to the Se'udah, Maran said, Shinat Keva is no good. And, and maybe, by the way, those rabbis that said that shina is no good, like the Taz, the Haida, and it, it's even Shinat Arai. I want to know the the, the Geder over here. So I think it's Pashoot that this salaqad is you had nothing to do with what we're talking about, minyan. it's gotta do with heseya hadat. It's gotta be considered, are you considered uh, uh, did you make a hefsik in the si'uda? So the hadat, meaning making a break, it'll depend. Is it a permanent sleep, a temporary sleep? But minyan, what do I care if the guy's in, in the REM zone? What do I care what level of sleep he's in? I don't know do if I care if he's talking in his sleep. I don't care if he's walking in his sleep. Bottom line, he's there. Anytime you have 10 people, you have a minyan. Why should it matter how deep or how light his sleep is? What should it matter if he's sleeping on a chair or he's sleeping on a bed? Chawra, he's there. The a of a I understand you can make a khiluk between how deep to sleep, how permanent to sleep, did he pull away from the seuda or not? But I don't think there's a khiluk like when a guy's in in, in, in a in a minyan which means according to Aruch, even if the guy comes in you see the guy walking into the minyan with his cut, so what are you doing over here? We're sure over here? No, listen, you know, it's very long. And uh, I might uh, I might check out in the middle of the service over here, but I want my cot and a pillow and it brings a comforter also. Listen, I'm not saying that this is a ta'ila, obviously, but according to Shulhan Aruch, if he does it, seemingly you should still be able to count. By the way, he didn't mention bringing a bed into the shul, but in two places in Halichot Olam, in Helek Aleph Parashat Ot Gimal, and in uh Helik Bet Siman Vat ikal Ka Ben Yashen Ben Mitpal Mit Starfim the Minyan Ben Nyan Kadish Ben Yanyan Barehu Ben Nyan hazarat Chari Hasibur. Wow. So Mahabadia's wow. leaning to count one sleeping person for everything. Kadish Barihu for Hazara, meaning for berachot And Again, obviously not Megillat Estir. He agrees with that. And yes, he agrees that you can count the Fazimun. I didn't see Chabodia say anything in the Gaber, Nisyut Kapayim, and Kiryat the Torah, where the Mishnah Bura had a safek. But again, I don't understand what, myself personally what the safek is. I'm sure the Mishnah Burah has 100 reasons why there's a Hailuk. I just didn't get to that Hailuk yet. Now we get. To the so again to answer the the question yes you can count a sleeping person and you don't have to wake them up now Yosef agrees with it but he says call well i might never wake up uh, to wake him up. Okay, but that's not necessary, but it's nice. Okay, good. I mean so, another guy sleep. But then again, what'd you come to Shul for? You should have stayed home. Why you come to Shul, You gotta be part of the Minyan. So again, when David is saying me, Karadini is okay, to laugh to wake him up. Now let's discuss, based on everything we know now. Let's go to the guy. that is in hypnosis the guy is under a hypnotic hypnotic spell will you be able to count him so let's go slow let's go one step at a time if you go with those opinions like Rabbi Zalman that his neshama left him and this tum'ah inside of him that's not the case of somebody that's under hypnosis He's awake. So according to those reasons, the Kaura, if somebody's sleeping, somebody somebody's in hypnosis, is not considered sleeping. Furthermore, according to the Aruch HaShohan, he's like, he's dead. His hypnosis is not dead. He's talking, he's up. However, I think it's fair to say that you can compare somebody that's in hypnosis as a shoteh. Because he has no control of his thoughts. He's a shoteh. You, you ever go to these shows over here? The guy tells him, uh, do something silly. The, the guy would never do that if he was uh, you know, in his, in his full uh, capacity. And the guy says, oh, your, your chair that you're sitting on is very hot. Oh, he starts to feel, he starts to jump up and he starts to make a fool out of himself in front of the whole sibur. Now, besides the fact that this is Mibayesh p'nech barabim, there are probably these people that do these shows in Laim Hailek Le'Olam because they're embarrassing people, Bishut HaRabim, that I don't recommend, nor do I recommend anybody to watch this and laugh at somebody that's under hypnosis. I mean, it's, it's demented that you can laugh at somebody that's making a fool out of himself. I mean, I have to assume that you're transgressing a lot of sins by laughing at somebody who's doing, making a fool out of himself. Just like, Baruch better, die, better better better. just think of it simply. If they were laughing at your child, you would get offended. Or they were laughing at you, you'd get offended. So if you're laughing at somebody else, it's, it's, it's okay. You'll tell him, well, he chose to do it. He didn't know what, what's going to happen to him. He chose to do it. He didn't realize what, gonna, what kind of mockery they're going to make. And they sent the videos of him around, that he looks like a, like, a, like, a, like a clown, what they're making fun. Again, I'm not for this whole, this whole business. So even, even if you're raising money for the yeshiva. You know, they bring a hypnosis guy, we're raising money. Oh, you're raising money for the yeshiva. Okay, so make a casino also, by the way. Do anything for the yeshiva. You can't do anything for the yeshiva. That's my own opinion. I'm not too happy with the fact that they bring people on stage and bevayesh them, uh, but I'm not asking you that question. I'm asking you, can you count them as a minyan? They forgot to, 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 to take him out of the, uh, the, out of the trance. They forgot to do the watch. Uh, you know, They forgot to snap their fingers to wake him up. And he came to minyan the next day and he's still walking around like a hair like in, a, in hypnosis. I would I rather to say the guy is a shoteh <laughs> because the guy doesn't have his own dad. Somebody else is controlling his brain. Doesn't he, he? doesn't have his own, his own thinking. But I saw very very interesting a beautiful proof that Rabbi Svi Reisman, Los Angeles, right? Live and Be Well, the big tremendous of tamir in of Tamid Hacham in Sheelot Chivot ratz katzevi. In Siman Yud Aleph he brings a proof that somebody that's in hypnosis is worse than sleeping. Sleeping is okay maybe but hypnosis is much worse. Why? Go back to that Gemara and Gitim that we quoted with the Kordiyakos. So Rabbi Yohanan said the guy who's Ahazul kurdiyakos is a Shoteh. That's why you gotta wait till he gets out of it or they take him out of it to give the get. He's a shoteh. So the Gemara says, Why don't you compare him to a sleeping person? And the get should be good. So the Gemara answers, Yashen lo mechusar ma'ase. Mechusar ma'ase. A sleeping person, he can get up on his own. He's not lacking a maase, but you gotta do something to him to take him out of the kudiyakos. so it's worse. Sleeping, eventually, God will get up on his own it seems you've got to do something to get him out of it. So Rabbi rising says, I'm Sleeping might be counted as a minyan, but somebody that's in hypnosis, you've got to do something to take him out of it. Until you snap your fingers or you tell him that, you know, whatever, I don't know how they do it, he's not going to get out of it. So therefore, where you need a ma'aseh, it could be worse. So therefore, he wanted to say, it's quite possible that a person that is under a hypnotic spell, would not be able to be kept Now, by the way, I, I'm assuming we're talking about here full hypnosis. Today, you have some people that go to the doctors and they put themselves under certain hypnosis for smoking, for example. That you know, their, their brain is programmed not to smoke. And if they see a cigarette, you know, they, they, it looks like a, uh, you know, uh, I don't know what, a piece of broccoli, that they'll never eat broccoli. So they're oh, I can't do it. It, it, it. However, they program their brain to, to make smoking, uh, 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 you know, uh, 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 <coughs> an aberration to them, but that's not full hypnosis. The guy's a shoteh. and he's not a shote He just programmed his brain and This I'm talking about where they do it in the shows. Like they put the guy under a full hypnosis. Halakha lemaaseh, you probably uh, would not be able to count them. But lemaaseh, when it comes to Yashin, I think we have a clarity. We saw the three shi'ot lemaaseh. Chumadiah takes the most lenient of the opinions. Maran. You can count them, Chav says, but allow me to wake him up, and it would not matter exactly like we learned how deep his sleep is. Smutar, absolutely not. Zimun, uh, absolutely yes, you can count them for Zimun ba'asara. there shouldn't be a difference for Kiryat Torah and for Birkat uh, Kohanim. Although, as we saw, the Mishnayot left that in a uh, and we'll have to get back to that clarity. Regarding a drunk one, we'll get back to that drunk one at a separate shi'ud uh, in itself. Okay the boat, we'll stop over here. Thank you. School and see Good luck, good luck boys. It's great to see you all. Great to see you all. Great, great to you too, boys.